Central, with my branch being closed, so we can make this more of a regular thing now. Yeah, and we, we could just record our daily conversations. We could. We might have to change the uh, the nature of the podcast on our platform. Yeah. Um, but we can do that, and we'll have maybe more guests since everybody's here, for the most part. We'll have some more special guests, and they'll talk about what they feel like talking about that particular day. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And holidays are here. Any plans for Christmas? Um, we we visited some family already. We're visiting some more family this weekend, and then then we're just gonna stay put for like actual Christmas. You're not going anywhere. Nope. Doing everything pre-Christmas, getting all, all that stuff out of the yes. way. Yes, and so then, um, like next week, the week of Christmas, I'm gonna take an extra day off, and I might even I have this like gift card for a massage that I've got like before I had my youngest son so it's like it might be expired I don't know most of those thought, things don't expire yes. like those spa packages yeah. like they usually don't expire so I thought maybe I'd use that and just I'll only have I think I'm I think I've set myself up so that I'll only have like wrapping and mm-hmm. like if we want to make Christmas cookies or do something yeah, I think yeah. I'm doing Christmas cookies on Saturday. Well, I'm not. My mom is, and we're going to go oh, over there yeah. and frost them. We don't. Oh, yeah, that's so a that's good idea. That's basically what we do now. I think it'll be Elena's first time oh, fun. frosting cookies. Yeah. So we'll see how she does. Maybe eating she, a lot of that. Frosting. I'm sure they'll be eating a lot of cookies and all that stuff. And then I'm actually taking the week after Christmas off because both the schools are closed. Right. It's like a new thing to, to deal with as a parent of a child now. It's like, oh, the school's closed, mm-hmm. and I don't have a babysitter or didn't really think about it, so I'm going to be home with the kids yeah. for a whole week. But that's fine. That'll be fun. That, those, like, it's really only three or four days, and it's nice to just sort of sit around in your pajamas and... Yeah. It'll, yeah. I, it'll, be, it'll be fine. I'm just sort of still getting used to school closures being a thing that I have to yeah. account for, because it never used to be a thing until this year. Right. So it's still like, oh, we're like, oh, yeah, she doesn't have school. Like, oh, That's Monday, still... it's like, what day? It's like, oh, Saturday, she's off Monday. Well, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that still trips me up. And I got, um, this year, <laughs> I totally missed a half day, and the school called me and was like, I knew, I knew about the Friday half day, but Thursday was a half day, too. And the school called me to pick up my oldest son, and I was like, oh, that's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. thinking that they wouldn't know like all our students are gone man except yeah. your son <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure that's happened like i'm sure like that kid just waiting waiting for like the bus or just right yeah. three o'clock rolls around and like it's like oh i forgot him yeah yeah but it's bound to happen to any parent but i think so and so that's just growing pains you know with all that mm-hmm. but it's like I said it should be we'll have fun we'll probably play with all our new toys yeah I always make think messes. that's the quietest time of year is like those cu- first couple days after Christmas where they have all their new stuff and they're like can't mm-hmm. be bored they really can't oh they'll find a way to be bored they'll just yeah. <laughs> be like I don't want to play with this new toy I got I want to play with this 
wrapper I found on the floor yeah. or <laughs> Do something this old dangerous. toy that I just found all of a sudden that I forgot I had and it's like I'm gonna play with all this stuff my boys have started playing this game they call Blanky Monster, where one of them gets under a blankie blanket and tries to, like, grab the other one by the legs. Mm. It always ends in tears, but I was like, <laughs> why did we even get them gifts? Yeah. <laughs> That's that, all they need that, is a big blanket. Because we still had, like, our Halloween baskets out, because I think Christine cleaned her car, and there was one, and, like, they just put their buckets on their head and just run around the house. Yeah. I'm like, this is whatever. They'll... Learn the hard way not to yeah. run around the house blind, but just it just like why bother? They're like cats. Like you don't you just give a cat like a ball of tin foil. And yeah. they're like this is fine. Don't give them toys or anything. My mom used to say that they just play with the box. Especially yeah. now, like you know, because we've gotten a lot of hand me downs because you know they're the last kids on my wife's side. So we just have like so much stuff, and like they and they're also the first grandkids on my oh, side. So that's a lot of stuff so it's too. Like, just so much stuff and it's like I don't want stuff anymore like we have too much stuff like even though like stuff is nice but like there's just no space for it just just end up hoarding a bunch of stuff and have to figure out what to do with it obviously I can pass it on to my brother but still it's like they don't need all that stuff yeah we don't need any more stuff either and we uh, but our um, gap the gap between our boys is big enough that uh Honestly, we went like Christmas shopping in the basement a lot for my youngest because mm-hmm. we had. Yeah. I don't save a ton. I'm on that buy nothing group, and I like to, to just like give it away steal unless everything. it's like a keepsake. You I like the group. It's I buy d- nothing, steal everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I know that's always like, where are we gonna put this? I told my son actually today because we're going up to Grandma and Grandpa's tomorrow. I was like, you gotta clean your room because there's, you know, you're gonna be bringing some mm-hmm. hot that's, items back here with that's you. That's always the problem. It's just like they're just, there's toys everywhere, yeah. like in the room and the shared space. And we finally got like giant bins, and we're just gonna start rotating stuff. We're like, all right, everything's going in the bin. It's going in the basement. There's other bins coming upstairs and yeah. doing that. But still, it's just still a lot of stuff, and there's just a lot of stuff they don't 100% use even right. now. And we've consolidated a lot of that stuff. My favorite thing to tell other people to get my kids is magnetiles, because like all ages can play with them. They're so compact. They're kind of expensive, but they last forever. Yeah, we have some of those, um, and I like playing with them. I mean, but the but the other issue was like since the gap between the kids is like not sizable, yeah. it's like the older one like kind of knows what to do with them, mm-hmm. or she thinks she knows what she's, she's pretty good. And then like the little one just like. I'm just going to do knocks this. Knocks everything over. <laughs> sometimes knocks everything over, just holds them and does stuff, and then it's like, you're doing it wrong. It's like, then it's just a fight. Just like, oh, yeah. uh, of course, this is happening right now. Yeah. What? We'll just throw a blanket over them. That's my advice. That might work. <laughs> Let them duke it out. <laughs> uh, sometimes, and then a lot of Raya in the house. Oh, yeah. Even though, like, she'll start watching it, then she'll just be like, all right, I'm going to go play. I'm like, well, I guess Raya's going to be on the background now. Yeah. It's fine. Um, my husband and I um, have been letting my oldest watch The Simpsons, and we both thought that the other was the one that originally gave permission to for them to watch The Simpsons. But now you're like, it's too far gone now. It's too far gone, and some episodes are just fine. They're not inappropriate at all. Mm-hmm. And then one, some episodes are like way too inappropriate. 
the my appropriate, like, to... just because, like, you're watching it, you know the context, but, like, your kid might not know yeah. it inappropriate, or, yes. like, the kid will understand that it's inappropriate, and you're like, this is a problem. I think the kid will understand that it's, but I think um, because of the age my husband and I are, we're both, when we were in elementary school, The Simpsons came out, it was, like, the first cartoon that parents were like, whoa, 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 this mm-hmm. isn't for kids, so, like... You're like, I'm I, watching this for sure. Yeah, right I remember a kid got, like, sent home for wearing a Bart Simpson t-shirt. It was, like, you know, the rock and roll of our decade. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of rebel in us that's like, well, we're going to let our kid watch this. Yeah. My husband said he vets them before, but you really can't. I mean, from that little... Yeah, unless you watch it, but yeah. it's fine. I mean... It's probably going over That generation grew up just fine, right? No problems. Yeah. You guys are fine. Yeah, we're fine. We've never told anybody not to have a cow. Yeah. Or your shorts or something, yeah. whatever the other things are. They got some good stuff. There was yeah. some there was some classic stuff. There's people that think that's like the best show ever. It's like really for like a funny. good stretch between of like I don't remember when it started, like season three to like season ten or something. But like that's the best T V anywhere. It doesn't matter. Like people will rock it above Seinfeld. Yeah. Like the golden years of Simpsons. It's pretty funny and this sounds silly, but um it's really bright. So like even that in these like gray doll days it's just something that's like aesthetically pleasing to watch yeah I think that's just the new aesthetic is just gray yeah like I don't <laughs> everything's like I think it's like a Christopher Nolan effect or something it's like let's yeah. just make everything gray like and then have everybody kind of whisper when film. they talk I think that's more of like an Eddie Raymond thing like I think like yeah that's just how he talks yeah Christopher Nolan just doesn't do sound editing very well it's like let's make <laughs> well that's like everything though like everything like sound effects music are like a thousand decibels and then like talking is like four I know and like you're constantly going back and forth in your remote like this is way too loud yeah and then like when you put it to a level that this music and sound is fine you're like now I can't hear them talking yeah and like I'm like I'm, I haven't gotten to the subtitle gang yet but I might have to just do subtitles um, now we're big everything. on the subtitles but I still stare at them Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't stop myself from staring at him. And, like, we were watching stand-up comedy the other day, and I was like, we have to turn this off, because I'm like, yeah. reading the joke before it is oh, delivered. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. But I, Yeah, so we've been watching The Simpsons, and then when the kids are in bed, we've been watching Succession, and that's all doom and gloom and gray. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because what did I just watch? I just watched Arcane. Um, it's a show on Netflix. It's based on a video game that I don't even play, but I heard good things about it. It was really well animated. And that show's pretty gray. Yeah. It's good, yeah. but, like, it's, I mean, obviously there's, like, an undercity, though, so it's, like, it makes sense that it would be pretty dingy and stuff down there, but I don't remember the above-world stuff being very bright. It's sort of what we, but I think that just the look that they have going, there's, like, that weird filter-ish look they're going for. Yeah. But it was really good. I have a rule in the winter, not so much with movies, but definitely with books, that I don't read anything too dark. I keep it light in the winter, Mm -hmm. Um, which is hard to do because I kind of like reading dark stuff. Um, Not like scary stuff, but depressing stuff, I guess. Yeah, that's a lot of books I think I gravitate towards, not by accident or on purpose, just like, oh, I guess this is what this is. This is what I'm reading. It's hard to find a book that's um, compelling where the characters seem that they have depth, but it's also 
Mm-hmm. Not surface, just not yeah. despair. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe because for that, like, those emotions are more similar. Right. If like, it, like, if you read a book that's sort of depressing, it's like, oh, I get that. But if you read a book that's, like, supposed to be happy or cheerful, you're like, I don't know why they're happy. Like, yeah. doesn't that wouldn't make me happy and whatever or And something. people are sad and angry in similar ways, but humor is something that's experienced, like, yeah. differently. So that's, you know. Yeah, there's definitely people, like, I mean, I like sort of, like, dark humor mm-hmm. and absurdist stuff like I like Vonnegut and I I know there's people that probably don't like Vonnegut or don't like his humor yeah that's sort of like my style I like him he's goofy I like a goofy writer yeah like Douglas Adams stuff like that like that stuff that that's pretty much right in my wheelhouse yeah like sort of like that weird dry sometimes sarcastic and just straight to the point like it's not like he's not telling it like a joke but just funny yeah and that's sort of how it works it works better seems to work better in book form like it's hard to find a good stand-up comedian that can do that deadpan like Dimitri Martin kind of does it yeah but like there's still like jokes though not just like a sentence that's like so who's that comedian um I think her name's Rita Rudner she would always she was kind of deadpan and she would like mumble like she'd mumble or like whisper the last half of the joke I think her I think that was Rita Rudner she I don't think she does it anymore, but... I don't even know who that is. She was kind of like is that. that. Is that an older comedian? Like Yeah. Um, we watched... Well, we liked... I was talking about Only Murders in the Building. And so then we've been just trying to find stuff that Martin Short's in. Because he's... He's a treasure. He's, he's goofy and... Mm-hmm. Um, Did you watch so Three Amigos? Yes, we watched Three Amigos. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And we watched um, that stand-up that he had with Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's on those episodes of Arrested Development, too. Yeah, with the uncle. Like, yeah. Like, Spin me! Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's good. I can't remember what else that, like, I see him in. Like, he just kind of all over the place. He's in, um, oh, he's in Father of the Bride. Yeah, I remember that. That was, that was a good role. He had a TV show, like Jiminy. Yeah, Jiminy Glick. Yeah, for a little bit. I yeah. think he was on, like, the Canadian version of SNL or whatever it was, yeah. like, CCTV or mm-hmm. something. Like, he was on that for a while. Oh, and then we watched the episode of um, that Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee or whatever. We watched mm-hmm. his episode of that. Yeah. That was entertaining. He dated Gilda Radner for a while, and I love Gilda Radner. Mm-hmm. Read her book. Um, she's from here. Yeah, and then she married Gene Wilder. Mm-hmm. And he just passed away yeah. I think just a couple of years ago I something. read his book too he married her nurse after she after? died mm-hmm. interesting which I mean that sounds sounds scandalous sounds scandalous but if in his memoir he's sort of like we were the two people that, that knew that grief the I most I feel like that happens more than people more often than people think yeah um, and stuff yeah they probably built a connection and mm-hmm. I actually read an article a little while ago about a woman, a man whose wife had like early onset Alzheimer's and she didn't know who he was anymore and he started dating and so he had like a girlfriend who also was a caretaker for his wife. Well, that, and seems, ever, that seems more problematic. Every, but everybody was fine with it. Everybody, his kids were like, I don't know, like he loves mom and his yeah. girlfriend loves mom and like 
Yeah, I mean, it just it seemed like I don't know if there's like a problem with it. It just seems like it's weird. While the mom's like still alive, yes. like this person that works with the mom, like obviously, it might. It just seems weird. It just yeah. this seems weird. That's for sure. Like I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's problematic. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, Would take some getting used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else have I been doing? Have you been reading anything? Not so much. Just <laughs> like whatever blog, like end of the year, you know, list now. Oh, all, yeah. all my websites are coming out with like the best books, movies, TV yeah, shows. Yeah, I love those lists. Video games and, you know, I try to like see those and like if any of these sound interesting. Do you have your own best of? Not really. I just sort of do whatever. I mean, I'm like, I, I mean, what have I even done this year? It just seems like it's, I don't even remember what I did. Yeah. Like last or week. Or red or, yeah, like last, I know. Let alone yeah. like whatever. But, you know, I, like I said, I've been watching a lot of anime and playing video games lately. So that's sort of been my go-to entertainment yeah. for the past few months. So I'd imagine the rankings would skew towards those TV, you know, also I guess anime really is TV, but more traditional shows. I don't even remember what I watched this year. I know I have watched stuff, but I just can't remember yeah. anything. I think I watched that Love, Death, and Robots. Those were like those short story animations oh, yeah. and stuff on Netflix. That was pretty good. Um, the movies. I think, you know, I went to the theater. I saw a couple movies this year. Like I saw like Shang-Chi in the theaters. I had a day off. I think I saw the Demon Slayer movie. I don't know if that was the end of last year or the beginning of this year, but I saw it. And that was like really the only thing. Oh, and we saw James Bond, the new oh, okay. one, No Time to Die. That's kind of been mostly the entertainment outside the house and movies. Yeah, we I really haven't been back to the anywhere. theater yet. Yeah, we just got lucky. We had like a, you know, time off together and dropped the kids off with my parents. We're oh, like, let's nice. do something because yeah. we never get to do that anymore. And like, we sort of try to watch the same shows or something or if I know that she won't like it I'll like well I'll, I'll watch this on my own yeah um, but a lot of times it's just mostly just like spending an hour to figure out what I want to do and then by the time it's done it's like ah, I don't want to do anything anymore yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel you I made I made a best of list for reading mm-hmm. but did you make this for the library or no, for yourself no just for myself so what did I like I'm looking at it now for fiction, I liked um, Night Bitch by Rachel Yoder. I thought that was that was one of my mm-hmm. favorite books. And I read a prayer for Owen, Me- Owen Meany. That's funny you bring that up because I was just some like I just found something about like that Simon Birch movie. Which yeah. Apparently that. It's like it's very like, loosely based. Yeah, on, I was yeah. like interesting. That was such a good book, and his books are so long. I read Cider House Rules this year too. So is my John Irving year. I Did guess. he do that? Um, the World According to Garper or mm-hmm. something too. Yeah, that's a good book too. Um, I liked that Leave the World Behind. That was kind of like a f- f- suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, Seven Days in June. That was like a romance that I liked. Mm-hmm. Early Morning Riser by Katherine Haney. That takes place in Michigan, and that's just sort of a... I would recommend that for a read for like over Christmas break. Cause it's just kind of like nothing huge happens. It's just a life. Mm-hmm. But then I really read a lot of non fiction this year mm-hmm. I probably talked about it all already though I liked that Tina Turner she wrote a book about uh, called Happiness Becomes You and it was mm-hmm. about um, 
her getting into Buddhism and how that helped her like get away from Ike. Um, like like recently or just like so I feel like their relationship has been very Oh no, like, he's dead. I know he's but yeah. that was like back in the day. Yes. When they yeah, were still that's together. how she first left okay. him. Um, or found the strength to mm-hmm. lead him through Buddhism and, and we had watched her doc the documentary mm-hmm. about her, so I was interested in her. Um, yeah. so that was a good book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause I, I mean, I remember I read um, Japanese. No, that's the artist's name. Japanese Breakfast is the. That's a band, isn't it? It is, but I think it's the name of um, Michelle Zahner who wrote that um, "Crying in H Mart." Oh yeah, that that's was her. really popular. I read I read that because uh, I like her music, and I read that just sort of like basically was just a story about you know her mom kind of dying really um but also just sort of trying to like stay connected Mm -hmm. to her korean heritage yeah because you know she has an american born father and you know she lived here she lost that connection yeah and i think you know she's trying to like figure out like how to do all like keep that connection with her heritage and also the family because all of her family sounded like they were still overseas and like yeah. you know what do people lose when they lose that yeah. type stuff um so i remember liking that actually a lot uh, but I i've heard that a lot we have like a little bulletin board or display up where people can put a post-it with their favorite book of the year and i feel like that was on there or maybe i just heard a lot of people say that was mm-hmm. good i should I should read that. Yeah, it was good. And I like her, like I said, I was more drawn to it because I like her music. But then on one of the blogs I follow, it was one of, like, their best books of the month. And I'm like, let me read it. And I guess I think Amazon actually did put it on their end of list, like, best books of the year. Um, I'm not sure if it's, like, their their ultimate best book. But I know it was, like, under their best memoir. it It was on there. Yeah. So that was sort of good. I'm like, I got one book in, so... But I can't remember what else I read this year. I did a lot of reading at the early half of the year, and that sort of took a big pause. Yeah. Just sort of wasn't feeling it anymore. So I have some books in my backpack. I have Steppenwolf by Herman Hesse that I heard good things about. So I'm going to try to read that in the next week or two. Maybe be like, oh, I did something at, before the end of the year. Yeah, maybe a Christmas. Um, but so for this year podcast whatever we decided that we're going to challenge each other to do something that they normally wouldn't do which i feel like you've already been doing because i went yeah i think i I maybe done it by accident because i I, you did watch star wars i watched star wars and something else too but i don't remember i think i tried to trying to bring me up to date on the culture yeah i'm just trying to keep her posted with the the zeitgeist (laughs) and stuff i think when i initially brought it up to her she's like I'm not working Squid Game. It's going to be too scary. That's right. <laughs> and it's not going to be Squid Game. <laughs> oh, good. So, um, I'm not so going to put you on the spot and be like, well, now you have to watch it because right. everyone knows that I told you to watch it. That's or, true. <laughs> or I recommended it to you. Um, but what I'm going to recommend, it's an anime. All right. It's on Netflix. Got my pen ready. And it's called Violet Evergarden. And it is a... It only has one season... And it has a couple movies, so if you do like it, you can continue. I'm not going to force you to okay. watch more than you think, but I think you'd like it because it's really well animated. The story is more grounded. Like I, I know people think anime is sort of like 
bombastic and crazy, but you know, there's a little bit of everything in anime if you're willing to look. And I'm this is more of like a drama stuff like that. I'm pretty sure that by the middle before the end you will be crying before it's over. Alright. So I, Is it kid friendly? It's not kid friendly. Um they I would say in for the most part most of it is, but there's definitely parts that aren't, I would say like you know, if somehow like your little one is having a rough night, you can yeah. help have it on the background while right. he's awake, but maybe not your oldest one. Not sitting down to watch it as a family. Yeah. Not a, no, not a sit down watch okay. as a family. That's like a you and your husband can watch okay. it. Um and see how you like it. And then we'll we'll check in periodically with how we're doing. But depending on how much you like it, you know. Okay. You might be able to finish it. And especially if you really like it, you might be able to finish it in a weekend. But you know, I don't expect you to do it quickly all right um, challenge accepted okay i had a lamer challenge for you so i i think that i should do this challenge and then the and next then challenge me? episode i'll challenge you to something that's fine so maybe we could think about maybe it we could keep it going like we'll just keep challenging each other after our challenge is complete and, we'll, and widen and our widen our scope yes and broaden our horizons because i think that's sort of the only way to really do it is like if a person recommends something that you respect or yep. something. I think I know that's what a lot of book clubs do. Like a lot of them are forced to read books that they would never like find on their own. Yeah. And a lot of them end up liking it. Some of them might not be like generally them not liking a book isn't like a bad thing. They're like, oh just this wasn't feeling it this time. Maybe yeah. next one will be fine. But in one of my old book groups, we read, I've probably said this before, but we read The Talented Mr. Ripley. It's an old book, but it's very good, and it's a start of a trilogy. And uh, one of the readers that, like, on, she only liked romances and really fluffy stuff was mm-hmm. like, I loved it. It was, like, created a new, it's I would not mean, have thought she would like it at all. It's a little bit of a romance, though, but it's not like, the, yeah, it's not really it's like twisted. The, yeah, yeah, but it's in there, but it's... Um, that was I didn't ever read the book, but I did watch the movie. I liked the movie. Yeah, it was a good movie, movie was, too. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, but you never know what, like I would never know to look that up. Well, yeah, I, I would mean, never be like scrolling and be, at this point the algorithms. Um, yeah, the algorithms are really, so like my mm-hmm. it only recommends like ninety sitcoms and feel yeah. good female led movies. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess that's the thing is when the algorithm sort of limit you. That's what we should it, call the challenge is break the algorithm. Ooh. That's good. Break Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the algorithm rules everything. Yes. But that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like an interesting thing, like the algorithm is supposed to be there to like, you Help. know, filter yeah. you to find stuff that you already like that you maybe just sort of missed because of, you know, you were maybe watching X when you would like Y too, but like you just sort of missed it. And it's like, it filters you to things that they know you would like. But, like, is there, like, an anti-algorithm? It's like, here's things that you probably won't like, but right. you might like. There's a 2% chance you'll like Because that's the thing, is I always see the same... I do a lot of... When I'm scrolling on Netflix and all that stuff, I always see, like, the same thing here and there, but occasionally they'll change, like, the artwork. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like... I've Like, I saw all this on, like, my list. Like, my list is basically left unchanged for like years I feel like there's been things in there for like six years that I've never even started yeah just because I'm like oh yeah I'll get to that eventually and then something else comes and it's still there it's just like hey just I should just like it to just force you to be like you're watching this 
I know. So, like, Sometimes it recommends it so much, it just seems inevitable. You're not even yeah. happy about it. You're they do like, have the randomizer now that says play something. I think it'll play something based on everything that you, you liked like, or whatever. Yeah. So I've never done that, but I know it does that. I mean, everything does that. Like YouTube does that. Oh, they all do it. Except your public library. We can recommend something yeah. that you like, but you could also just be free and wild and mm-hmm. randomly pick a book off the yeah, shelf. Yeah, we got the human algorithm yeah. that makes mistakes. Yes. But... We try. We try. And Netflix makes, algorithm probably makes mistakes too. Yeah. It could be something hidden from you. Like, I mean, sometimes you scroll through and you're like, I've seen all yeah, these previews. These. And I know Netflix has more, but it seems like you can't even get to it. Yeah. Now that everything's so binary with like, either like it or you don't like it. Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down. And I think, I don't know if they have not interested. I think they do or whatever, but it's like, you got to spend a lot of time to get that working. Yeah. Like if you don't take the time to like and dislike stuff then you're never going to get the results that you want yeah but i also feel like the way the netflix business model is like they'll promote something for like a day or two and then like you'll never see it again unless yeah, like it's right that's like everything gets canceled so fast now mm-hmm. or just hidden just like oh if you're not watching it as it drops it's like you missed it bye yeah like a books s- even more so it's like mm-hmm. i feel like they get you know, three months of press anymore, and then they're just like, yeah, it's. I think it fade just into of, the ether. It just sort of depends. It's the same. I think it's the same thing with everything. Like, you know, famous person does movie, TV show, book. Like, they suck up all the marketing and mm-hmm. whatever because that's what people are interested in. And then, like, a lot of the smaller stuff gets tossed aside because it's like, oh, we're not going to make money. We're not going to get clicks or buys from this yeah and and everything like you see all the award shows and best sellers it's like it's always the same people and i'm pretty sure that most people don't even read the books they're just like oh this person person x wrote this so it must be good or steven spielberg directed this movie so it must be good Mm -hmm. even if it you know maybe not like just like the name brand you know carries a lot of the momentum for maybe less than glowing stuff yeah and did you read that I can't remember either Penguin's trying to buy Random House or Random House is trying to buy Penguin. It's like we're only going to have one book publisher. I thought there was three. Because isn't HarperCollins separate? Or are they? I think they might be under one of the those ones? umbrellas. Maybe HarperCollins is separate. I thought, because I know that like, at one point there was like four. And I thought it turned into three. Yeah. Because one of them, I forgot who it was, but Penguin or Random House bought one of them. Yeah. But I think that just sort of... Yeah, Simon & Schuster got bought by okay. somebody. But yeah, I think it's just sort of how, it, it seems like that's how everything's moving. Like, everything's getting consolidated into smaller and smaller things. And, like, one thing's going to own everything. And that's probably not going to be good for anybody. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe but like, more independent know. presses will start popping up. Yeah. Just from, you know. Yeah, I feel like the independent presses have always been around, but they might make more of, like, a you know, hit, I don't know, I guess it would take, like, somebody like a Patterson, not even maybe a Patterson, but someone, like, who writes, like, a book, like, every few years, like, Lauren Groff or whatever, Katie just Kimura, to go just to be like, an independent I'm going to go to an independent Or start press. their own press. Yeah, yeah, and just sort of disrupt the system. Yeah. Because, um, like, those people can probably afford it at this point to take, like, a loss, because I know, and I'm not sure how publishing works, I know authors get like advances I'm not even sure what the advance is supposed to be it's like you're supposed to write this book and this is the money you're supposed to live off of but like if they've already 
given them the manuscript, it's like, well, I've done most of the work, so I don't know. I think you get half on signing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a very not enough to live on. <laughs> a pittance. But probably because um, just the nature of the, like, yes. the subject was like, you know, they basically right. like, well, we can probably how much anticipate how much right. we're going to make, so we'll give you the um, But so I got half on signing on them agreeing, and then the other half when I turned it in. Okay. And then obviously... But if they if you turn it in, and it's not at all what they thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. and they don't want it, you got to give that first half back. I mean, that's an extreme situation. That's interesting. That seems um, like it would be. You would have had to like I don't know, like, just written a completely different well, book yeah. than was promised. But I, I mean, I can't imagine that it would happen too often. Like, a, like imagine like if you wrote your book and you gave them the exact thing you told them, but like, this right. is not what we're expecting. It's like, what were you expecting? Like, right. it's very obvious what yes. this was just yeah. kind of from the title. Or right. I don't know if that was your title the whole time or if it was yeah. uh, brainstormed yeah. or whatever back and forth, but it seems like it was pretty self-explanatory. Yes. If yeah. you like started the book or if you had the idea, it's like, oh, yeah. this, this. My husband sense. was kind of wigging out at it when I told him that. I was like, I hope they like it because we have, <laughs> you know, that money's long gone. <laughs> Um, like, yeah, I hope they don't ask for it back because we're gonna go. He was like, "What? We're going underground." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then like I don't know how they get paid after. Like I'm sure like they probably like X. You know, you sell X copies, you get this. Or if it's like one of those like, do you get most of your money in the first edition or first sales, and then it tails off closer to the yeah. end or something? I'm not. That's how I imagined it works. You probably get most of your money. You have to in the um, first initial. You have to batch. earn earn out your advance. So whatever they oh. pay you, you have to earn that, and then you start getting okay. money like um, film rights or okay. royalties or. See, this is good having an author knowing yeah. how all this the process works. So, so your advance. So if your advance yeah. is fifty thousand, like you only make money after, after fifty thousand. But you don't have to if if they thought if they thought this is going to make 50000 and gave you that, and then it doesn't, yeah, you can just, keep you're it. Yeah, you're not on the hook, though, for yeah. that. But you just won't make any money right. off of it. Right, you're not getting anything thereafter yeah. until mm-hmm. they make their... Film rights. So I guess now that we're talking about our film rights, now, obviously your book is probably not... Two people have looked okay. at it, but it they just, can't it, figure out how Yeah, to, it's, it just seems like it would be tough, but, yeah. like, are those pre-written in your existing contract, or do you, or is that, like, a separate conversation, like... You know that's in the contract okay already but um my friend just recently gave it to um he met a filmmaker at like a music festival and they were emailing and he gave him my book because he thought it would make a good animated series which i can't picture but i take it it's tough i feel like just the with the nature of the book how it is like it seems like it would be a good like tv show or yeah something just whatever but i just don't know how all that works if film rights are negotiated but I guess that, that up front would... too or obviously they might include some language that says hey film rights you know whatever yeah. but you know I don't know I think your best bet if you're trying to make money as an author is to like make friends with Reese Witherspoon somehow because she's got that book club <laughs> well everybody's got a book club now there's and Reese there's Oprah and she's there got a production company so you can sell those film rights get an HBO miniseries out of it mm-hmm. oh Station Eleven Today is coming out on, as a miniseries. Yeah. Did you read that book? I did read that book. I liked it. Yeah. I haven't read her new book yet, though. The Glass, Glass Hotel. Hotel. I read that. That I was heard, good. I heard that was, was decent, but I, I have not um, read that. And 
I'll probably watch the show. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I like watching shows, like, all at once. Not, and HBO's model is fine, but, like, I don't like watching episode one. Oh, yeah. And it's then not even the two. day. You gotta wait. Like, when we watch Succession, it's like, are we gonna stay up till nine o'clock? Because it doesn't come out till nine o'clock yeah. that day. As, you know, we have HBO Max, whatever their subscription service is, and I'm pretty sure, like, as soon as it's done airing, it's, like, on the service, or I don't know if it's simulcast. Maybe it is. I know they did that with Game of Thrones, um, but that was because it was such a big thing. I don't know if they do that for their smaller shows, mm-hmm. even if it's, like, well-received, like, so you succession. Don't, you don't like appointment television? No. Like, you want to watch it all at once? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I think that's sort of, like, the whole nature of how everything is now. Like, I did it for Game of Thrones... To avoid spoilers, even yeah. though I read the leaks anyway, because I was like, I hope these are wrong. And then they, they, they were not wrong, and it was very disappointing. But I don't know if there's going to be really never, ever a show like that again. I mean, never is a long time, but to capture like the whole eyes, yeah, um, like that, like must see TV. Like it doesn't seem like it's a thing. Like obviously, you know, we Squid Game just came out, but that's like a flash in the pan because it drops so fast and it's like in out and then it's yeah. gone like yeah. whether that's good or bad like I mean it's still pretty popular but it doesn't have like the tail and that was like a one time it's not a series it is a series oh okay um, he said that he might do a second one but it sounded like it took him so long to get the first one made that like he hasn't he didn't have a plan for a second season mm-hmm. and the way it ended it, I mean it's open ended definitely I think that's how you want all shows to be probably just yeah. uh, especially now, you know, Squid Game's so popular. Netflix just probably has a dump truck of money. It's like, hey, guess yeah. what? Here's season two. Have fun. Right. Here's your advance. Um, but, but yeah. So just the whole different landscape that we're living in, just sort of interesting. Yeah. To changing see. all the time. It is changing all the time. Um, so I will just we'll check back in the next podcast. We'll see how you are on your your yeah, challenge. I'll get to work. Maybe you'll like it so much and then you'll just be like, I finished it and we watch like the movies the and whatever. If you want, you can watch the trailer when we get at your desk. Okay. Be like, all right, I'm in for a good time or, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap. But I, I would not recommend you an anime that you would not like. All right. Um, so I think that you'll like it. Um, so everybody, stay safe for the holidays. Have a good mm-hmm. time. Yes. Good New Year. I think we might try to record before New Year, but it's possible that it might not work out. Yeah. Because I got that last week of off. Because our days off. And yeah. the days off and stuff. But So if we don't see you, have a good New Year, too. And yeah. we'll be back. Happy New Year. Yeah, we'll be back.